He and a friend, Harold Carlson, ran away a month ago. The Carlson boy is still missing. So now you're wondering why this farmer character needed custody of your patient in order to identify him. Exactly. It wasn't necessary. I called the BMC, and he works for them, all right, but the people I talked to weren't aware of any such policy. According to the people at the central office right here in Washington, he left rather urgently with only one destination, Seattle. Mm, there's more. When I expressed my surprise that the Bureau would send one of their top-level people clear across the country instead of letting the local office in Seattle handle it, he told me the local office probably didn't have the records yet. Do you, do you find that believable? But you got the information right off the Internet. If you could get the information, then certainly the branch offices would have it. Exactly. And incidentally, I never heard back from Farmer. The guest stroked his brow, staring at the half-eaten steak on his plate. Not a lot to go on. But enough, perhaps, to interest you and Veritas? I'm very concerned, especially for the other boy who's still out there somewhere. Whatever happened to Alvin Rogers could happen to him. The guest, a man named Morgan, paged through the documents one more time. I'll put some feelers out. I'll let you know, hopefully by tomorrow. In Washington, D.C., far from the Capitol Dome, sits an old red-brick building with office space and apartments for rent. Morgan arrived early and went into a plain little office on the fifth floor, where small black letters on the door quietly announced the Veritas Project. He flipped the light switch on without having to look at it and strode quickly to the fax machine. A fax had arrived. From the letterhead, he knew it was the one he was expecting, the White House. Excellent. The president had received his message from last night and was responding. But strange. The president didn't usually send faxes to this office on White House letterhead. Usually the message came on plain white paper. No fancy labels. No obvious identifiers. Nothing to call attention to. He froze momentarily as his eyes fell on the message. Under no circumstances are you to investigate this. Morgan stood there a moment, the facts in his hand. The president had never sent such a short message, and never in all capital letters, and never without an explanation or follow-up questions. Morgan took the facts into his office and sank into his chair, letting it swivel him toward the window. The front door rattled open. It was his secretary, Consuela. Good morning, boss. Good morning. I'll make the coffee. Please. Oh, she came into his office. You left your paper by the fax machine. She brought him the morning paper he'd forgotten about, unfolded it, and an envelope fell to the floor. Morgan stared at it for a split second, then picked it up and carefully opened it. Inside, a DVD in a white windowed envelope. A small note was attached, bearing only two words. Call them. Consuela, call the airlines. Book me a flight from Missoula, Montana. Morgan pulled out the materials he'd gotten from his dinner with Madison and thumbed through them once again. The Springfields need to see this one firsthand. Chapter 2 On the Dark Side Elijah Springfield, 16, had saddled the horses. His twin sister, Elisha, stood nearby, weight shifted to one hip, hat cocked back on her head. Okay, Einstein, let's do some riding. The afternoon sun was still high and the Montana sky deep blue. Elijah mounted his horse. 
Elisha had just put her foot in the stirrup when the dinner bell rang, but not for dinner. This was a special ring, calling them to the house for something important. Elisha, her hand on the saddle horn, wilted and then let go. I hope it's you this time. Elijah dismounted, slightly miffed. Hey, I fixed that fence rail. I owe no man anything. They came around the barn and looked across the pasture toward the big log ranch house. A rental car was parked in front, and Mom and Dad stood on the veranda with, Was that Mr. Morgan? They gathered in the lofty, rough-hewn family room, Nate and Sarah Springfield, Elijah and Elisha. Morgan showed them photographs and documents. Then he slipped a DVD into their home entertainment system. The clips you're about to see were videotaped at Harborview Hospital in Seattle by a friend of mine, Dr. Madison. I sent this footage to the White House along with our proposal, and you've seen the response I got.